Topic for the day has to be the upcoming holiday, you know. And are you ready? Because here at Pack Stereo, this is our season finale. So give another little uh, <laughs> season finale. And you know we've been live. Because we we started. Okay, we started doing weekly broadcasting in '08. And I remember, because contrary to a lot of my self-help books, I actually couldn't get myself to commit to saying it out loud. So I never actually said, oh, we're going to broadcast weekly. We kind of like just tiptoed into it, you know. Because we didn't know it was going to work. We were testing and unsure. And that was 08. And now we're getting ready to head, you know, soon. You know, we're going to be coming up. Yes. On, on a decade. Absolutely. And uh, that doesn't mean we're older, just wiser, right? Well, what can I say? <laughs> well, okay. well, that's part of it. All so right. here we are today, getting ready to head into 2018. And this is our season finale. And we're going to be gone till February. Where am I? Where, where are my visual aids here? I have my visual aids. We're going to be gone till February because it's officially, what are we calling it? We're calling it the... Winter hiatus, as opposed to loatus. So the winter hiatus, and it starts twelve twenty three seventeen. It goes all the way to January fifteenth. So we're going to have a regular whole uh, week this week for the most part, and then we're going to be gone yep. tomorrow night, Tuesday night, the Quiet Storm season finale. I don't know. I'm changing up the topic, the theme, but you know it's going to be good music. The Quiet Storm live interactive DJ experience. Here every Tuesday, you guys. Come on, you know it's going to be hot. And then Friday night, we got the Friday night agenda with the award-winning I, Victor, featuring Miko's Challenge. Remember, the evening starts out with the Magic Mixtape. And Tyrone Dubois is going to be here with me on Friday for our favorite Christmas music. Christmas R&B, Christmas jazz. All of that good stuff. That will be Friday night and followed up by the award-winning uh, I, Victor, featuring Miko's Challenge, which is going to be... Uh, <laughs> which is going to be having a season finale also. Okay, so, so there we go. Membership update, you guys, and thanks for all the folks at Facebook that are continuing to go and join Vic. Almost 4,400. Hmm. Almost 4,400 nice members. members. 
Nice. So, you know. So I don't know about you guys. This is our finale. I got to, you know, and I won't be talking to you for a while. The whole show is going to sort of be with that kind of in mind. Even the news segment, Vic, you yeah. know, since we're not going to be here. Right. And hopefully we won't be coming back early because the only reason I would come back early with a show is the event of some crazy natural disaster. Wow, man. Wow. Some crazy. Well, you know, that's why now I'm not so sure. But in the case right. of some crazy event. Right. We might come back and do a show. Okay. But the whole theme for me to for this show today is I'm not going to be talking to you for a while. So I got to give get my points in yeah. for you for, for the end for Christmas. Right. And, you know, so, so right. I, I, I got some pointers. Well, I got good. some pointers for the holidays. Good. Hey, hey if you guys are wondering who's over my shoulder here, I call it the Sizzle and Boom team. I look at them. Deborah Hader and Norma Dalkish. They're actually evaluating our setup and implementing their mobile stream apps and configuring them live while we're on the show invited them to be here they actually invited themselves said we're going to crash this monster and then find out how we flow on this program with the implementation of the uh, mobile apps and that's what they're doing right now community service got to do it man community service we're reaching out to deborah (laughs) and norma helping them with their uh and and they're doing well they they, you know uh deborah keeps saying oh we're we're be- you guys are actually, they're better than most, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Because they're actually motivated. Yeah, they are. So for both, most of you listening still trying to learn how to work your phone. <laughs> and, th- and thanks, because we had a wonderful time at that event, the fashion show that was just unbelievable. So I want to thank them for inviting us. And then we, I got my 10 seconds of red carpet fame. But when I walked on the carpet, dude, all the, you know, all the uh, media ran away. So I don't know if they knew I was coming or they just knew I shouldn't be there. So I want to give thanks because I had my 10 seconds and I got to interview Mario. So that was the cool part, dude. Well, I'm pulling up that Facebook. There it is. There it is, right? Nice shot. Want to thank Want to thank it. Look, look. See, Diva in the middle. Diva in Bob the middle. Delgadillo did this one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, Bob. <laughs> nice shot. Nice shot. All right, cool. Want to give big thoughts. And thanks. Out to the team. Also, we went out to test out some of our uh, new equipment and also to do a favor for a friend. Yep. Went out to cover uh, the photo photo shoot for Niels Gibner. Yes. Absolutely, man. And did a good job. winning artist, producer, guitarist. Yeah. So you can see, you can go on Facebook. There's some of the videos. Yeah. Jurgens is waiting for you to give him the 411 on that equipment, man. I know. <laughs> it's good to know that they, it's coming today. Yeah. It's good to know that you're anxious and ready. That's right, man. Anticipation. Yeah. What? Just so for all of you who don't know, what we did, Pack Stereo TV, periodically, right? Right. Periodically, we like every business, we have to make upgrades. Luckily, in the world of What's tech, that, people? and for those of you who are in the world of tech, the good news is that. The cost of operation for you is going down and has been going down for some time. Yep. So the quality's been going up and the cost is going down. And this is what happens with all technology. Right. From the beginning where it starts out on a high, it tends to move even higher before it starts a trend. It's like one day you looked up and calculators were like $2, right? Right. Like I, the first one I bought, first calculator I bought was like 100 bucks. Wow. 
and didn't even do all that stuff. And then one day they were getting them away free with a subscription to a magazine. Wow. So those things changed. So we, too, upgrade. And one of the things that we did as part of our upgrade is the camera system. And now we're adding these stabilizers. And we, I am proud to admit, coming to 2018, different kinds of sh- uh, shoots because, you know, Victor, Matt, I read about a stabilizer, you guys. They were touting this piece as, you know, the best stabilizer in the world. Now, when you tell me anything... Take a look. You tell me anything is the best in the world. So we got three new systems coming. The Osmo Plus, the Osmo Mobile, and the Pilot Fly. I mean, we have them. They're in our press. We own them. They're here. We're testing. Take a look. Just some of the stuff. This is me walking around with a camera. Look how steady. Simply amazing stuff. Like we said... I'm just showing you some of the clips from Facebook. Here's another one. Oh, was it? Was it cycling through? I think it was yeah. cycling through. You know this Facebook stuff, you guys. I'm telling you, I'm bad as you. Look, take a look at Victor. Victor's using the smartphone. That's your. This one of those iPhones. I, I, The idea I want you to see. This is what this piece is shot with a standard iPhone on the stabilizer. So all of, we're upgrading everything for our mobile. When we come out to shoot you, watch how we roll. The latest technology. Anyway, Vic, so you're going to get to see Victor Allen working with the world's greatest gimbal system. Yeah. Good tools in the hands of the brothers. <laughs> Thank you, Niels. My brother from another mother. I was just experimenting and learning. So, new equipment coming. Thank you for the people who've been reaching out after seeing this stuff on Facebook. And uh, trying very hard to keep up, right, Vic? Yeah. But, you know, not just buying technology for the sake of buying technology. That I've never right. embraced. Yeah. But stuff that we can use. So we got some plans for some new shows. Yeah. Some new programming. And this is going to make it uh, yeah. easier. Okay, now remember, before we got caught really got off track a little bit. I was going to tell you my recommendations for the holiday. 
you know, because it's how these come up. It tends to be a stressful time. And I've been doing some reading, and there's some shocking statistics. One of the things that was shocking was that if you're a millennial, you're more likely to be alone during the holidays than someone my age. Think about that. If you're a millennial, you're more likely to be spending these holidays alone than someone my age. And that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I'm not, well. Did they get into the cause and effect of that, man? They, they attribute it to anything? You know what? Observations are one thing. I know. Cause and effect okay. is a whole no, other no. level. Yeah. And so it's, it's really something to think about. We've been talking about that. Yeah. And because of that, uh, we were, you know, dealing with that with the holidays. And not just to be a bummer, but, you know, just to have the, maybe a different perspective. Right. 42% of people said they wished it was over. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I, we don't want to be around them, man. You don't want to be that around them. That doesn't mean that they're, you know what it is? So that's against my advice. So this holiday, one of the first things is think before you speak. You know every holiday you have to spend at least some time with people who you love or hate or love or both who you know you are they're you're they're your diametric opposite in politics. Right. You're gonna have to go to Christmas dinner with Trump supporters <laughs> and you're gonna have to get together with family that irks you. So I want you to think. Think about that, because this is a Christmas where we're going to have to re- work really hard at tolerance. Right. Let's try to stay away from some of those things. And remember that we, that we, our families are, so all of us. Right. All of us are going to be sitting across the table with somebody that gets on our nerves. <laughs> what you trying to say, <laughs> And so I'm saying I want you to remember this Christmas to think before you speak. Try very hard. Smoke, perhaps. Before the family get together, <laughs> you may have to use an edible or something before you visit your auntie or your cousin, you know, or whoever. But you may not. But but if so, but watch what you do and remember that. And remember that when it comes to the family of your significance, right? Because you know, that's that's you know, I used to say that's your parents, not my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. So it can be difficult. So that one, that's my first one. Watch your mouth. My second one is, let's go and check our credit cards today. Let's go check our credit cards today. Let's check, get out a piece of paper, write out those credit card balances. (laughs) Because I want you to look at that before you begin shopping. And I know you haven't really shopped. I know you haven't shopped. (laughs) So whatever. But I want you to look at those credit card balances and put that up there on the wall so that before you go out to shop, we'll use that as a guide, perhaps for better judgment here in this holiday season. Because, you know, one thing we don't want to do is end up depressed and in debt. (laughs) (laughs) That's wrong. As we head into January. Because I don't know about you guys, but there's a couple other payday holidays coming up. You got Valentine's Day. Trying to sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember you got that too. So I'm just saying. So so watch your credit card balances. And the other thing, number three, use substances conservatively. For many of us, this coming year, we're embracing the new surge of recreational marijuana. 
there's a lot of wonderful new products out there. There's new alcohol-related products. Wonderful. I had that. Where is it? I get. I, it's in the studio. That Jim Beam. Jim Beam Apple. To, to saying, and I need you know it's out here for a friend. <laughs> You're wrong. We'll go into that. Right. Maybe we decide just to leave it out here. But you guys use your substances conservatively. Uh, for many of you, this is the strongest weed they have ever had. I keep warning you. This is not like for you back in the day. Oh, back in the day in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> it's not like that weed. Right. Okay. You talk about the one-hit wonder. Okay, because people are going to get in accidents. Yeah. And, you know, really consider using Uber. I have made Uber a big part of what I do because it makes it a lot easier and safer. So remember that. So those are my three hints. My three suggestions for the holidays that would keep you alive. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, I get the chance to make slideshow animations regularly because of the pictures that are produced. It came out of the whole idea that my, my buddy over there, the the he now being recognized for his photographic talent and his videography skills. Well, he does the pictures every bit. And, when, and also, Miko, too, really growing. And they're getting so good. I, I always say I take, you know, they, they, they are photographers. I take pictures. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big difference, you know. So I got a chance to do a slideshow animation out of the recent uh, events here at Pakistan, including Sizzle Boom, you know, which I guess who are lurking around the studio, Denver, Hader, and Norman Dowkey. They're, they're, they're here, floating around the walls. But uh, they're also part of this. So take a look, you guys, at our latest photo slideshow animation. And then we'll be right back. We'll be right back. And I know that there's no rhyme 
Sights out of body heat. Back stereo. Oh. Clyde Joe Animation. Sizzle Boom. It was an event. You know, there was this one sister. Oh, there he go. I'm just saying. There he mystery go. woman, she skipped all out. Yeah, man. I know. You want me to say the lady in blue? You want me yeah, to say the that? lady in blue. Yeah, lady in That's blue. That's a sizzle bowl. Got you, man. I was thinking about my children. Yeah. You, ch- you mean your adopted right. children. Right. 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 <laughs> okay. What can I say? Right. All right, you guys. You know, it's like I said, season finale. And, you know, it's headed into, you know, the end of the year, 2018. So are you ready for some good news? Some bad news. And the other shit. The good news. The bad news. Okay, so the good news is that it's the end of the year, and the bad news is the end of the year. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you all. We're heading into the holidays, and the biggest mystery is what kind of crazy event is Trump going to do between now and the New Year's. I don't know what to tell you. We're going on hiatus, and I sure hope I don't have to come back with a special broadcast, because if I do... It could be, I was trying to think of the circumstances under which I would come back for emergency broadcasts. Uh, And there's a number of them that could happen. One, Trump fires special counsel. (laughs) I had to come back for special broadcasts. Two, North Korea (laughs) fires another bomb. Right. Right over Japan and right. the Japanese who are now working on their military. They they totally re examined you know, it's been a, a while since World War Two, so they're re examining those agreements. Right. And looking at it, you know, you're looking at a militarized Japan coming up. So we could come back for that. Or it could be something, you know, perhaps a little more pleasant for some of us. Because I made this number of predictions. Jared Kushner indicted. Remember, for those of you who didn't see it, on 522-17, I did a special broadcast. At that time, we were on hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) It was our spring hiatus. (laughs) And so I came back with a special broadcast on 522 of this year to make predictions about the Trump presidency. And on 522, I had predicted that it was going to jump off of 120 days. I was wrong. It jumped off in 150 days. But we have been the most consistent with our predictions. And I will remind you, I predicted 12 to 18 of the White House staff indicted. I predicted jail time 
for Jared Kushner. <laughs> okay. People go, oh, shit. I said, I, I predicted jail time. Okay. I predicted that the president would be impeached and that two years after he was removed from office, he would be tried for treason. Okay. Now. Like I said, we're headed into 2018. Let's take let's see what's happening. Because they, they say they have a tax bill, but we have to see. One of the things that makes all of this uniquely possible is that I predicted that the president, as sloppy as his habits are, that there would be, and I quote myself, there would be an orgy of evidence. I predicted that they would leave sloppy trails everywhere, like skid marks on your sheets. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's terrible. That's Just, terrible. I wanted the correct analogy. Wow. <laughs> I wanted Had to go there. But I said there would be evidence everywhere. And I'm standing, and as it's working out, that's exactly what's happening. The latest issue that's coming up is the emails. On the government email server, <laughs> these people are not bright. And not only that, when you're not bright and you're arrogant, like I said, that's why I predicted the trail of evidence because they weren't going to try to cover their tracks. They were going to be defiant and say, this is the way we do stuff, stop me. And so that's going to lead to the culmination, what's coming in 2018. Unfortunately, I have a real fear. A real fear that a lot is going to happen before the first of the year, you all. I don't know. You notice you haven't really heard anything from Mueller's team, right? Even the president didn't even know they was coming right to the day they walked in. You didn't hear nothing. You could have heard a rat piss on cotton. Okay? Okay, okay that's quiet. Okay, nothing. And you're not going to hear because I said they had the whole issue with the president was what my prediction was that there was so much evidence. It was the matter of getting the staff in, and I also told you, it's predicted back on 522, that the president will continue to break laws. I told you, I said he would continue to break laws all the way to the end. That's why Trump is going to be in the unique position, because most presidents, Nixon resigned. Trump's going to have so much ill will, they're going to come after him after he's impeached. <laughs> okay? All right, because we're going to make an example of his ass. He's going to jail. At least we know some of his family is. Jared, yeah, he looks so soft. <laughs> Poor Jared. He's dark. I'm just saying. I'm trying to think of him in the Bible. Anyway, <laughs> just something to think about. So, my predictions are that you're in a crisis zone because this is their timing. It's not our timing. The president says he wants the tax bill completed before Christmas. <laughs> oh, Lord. Some of the people ain't read the stuff. They're going to wheel John McCain in and try to wheel him in uh. from the hospital to vote. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but even, the, but the good news, remember, just like they're unraveling all of the things that Obama did, well, you, you can unravel this. You can unravel this. It may take you a while. And I'll remind you as we head into these holidays that perspective is everything. And this is where the wisdom of age becomes very pertinent. 
progress is never made in times of prosperity. <laughs> you think it is. And you well, you make gains, little gains. You have money to spend. So you might get some roads. <laughs> Stuff will happen like that. But real progress, real change comes with great pain. So it always occurs around the surrounding tragedy and suffering. That's what the civil rights movement was. People died. People were killed. People were beaten. So that led to the change that we all get to enjoy today. So understand that this that we're going through is a necessary process. America knows it must make sure that this can never happen again. I find myself going back to look at the Third Reich because I always, I never understand what made the Germans go crazy, right? You start wondering, what happened in Nazi Germany? Did they just go insane, okay? You know, is this what happened when the Tutsis went after the Hutus? Do they just, do societies just go insane and go and kill? Well, yes, they do. Yes, they do. You need the proper ingredients. I just published on Facebook a study that said that 90% of Trump supporters will still support him even if he did collude with the Russians. They just don't care. See, this is one of them, and we know what this is. This is like when you pick a side, it'll make no difference. You're just going down with the side. <laughs> You're they just hate, going down. They hate the side more than they dislike They're, his behavior. But again, let me remind you, this is how we move forward. And indeed, I've been the one reminding some of my friends that this is progress. And they are shot. Mario, what do you mean? This? I said, listen, when I was 16, all of America thought like Trump. That was all of America. I'm sorry. That was, not, that was America. America was Trump, okay, when I was growing up. Racism, overt racism was the standard, okay. I was in L.A.'s first busing program. I was one of those children walking the gauntlet into the school, okay. Racism has been, this is California. So it's always been there. What's wonderful today is it's down to 30%. Come on, you guys, back when I was 16, it was 80% of America would have been a Trump supporter, 85%. This represents progress. The majority of Americans today are more tolerant. They are more diverse. We are exposed to different cultures. When I was 16, the only Latin American country you knew was Mexico. What you could name. <laughs> now look that's all progress when I was 16 people whistled at women remember the hey mama days of the 60's hey mama <laughs> remember that we have grown we have grown as a society we have grown and now we respect women are the, it's out there okay at least it's, you will be socially outcast because of racism, misogyny, you would be socially outcast. It's, it's, when I was a kid, you could be openly bigoted and racist, and they did on TV. I'll never forget Sam Yorty running against, how many times did, Brett, did Tom Bradley run for mayor? Like three? 
I remember the time when, when Mayor Yordis got on TV and said, you really want one of them to be mayor? <laughs> you, America used to speak to us in much more defining terms. So remember, this does represent progress. And if we could survive Trump, <laughs> well, as if the North Koreans could survive Trump. <laughs> <laughs> True. They will all be in a better place. The world, America, I can tell you, when those women hit the streets worldwide out of a sheer organic movement, when women across the world took to the streets, I was profoundly affected because it was, it was a sign of the time that we live in. Don't do, see when you're in it. I'm convinced that when you're in it, you don't recognize history being made. It's being, it's being made all around you, but because you're in it, you don't recognize it. But take a look around those movements of individuals. Can you imagine the international party that's going to happen on the day that they announce Trump's impeachment? Can you imagine that'll be? Can you? I, I want his daughter to be saying, "Daddy." They're celebrating all over the world. I want him, because, you know, he's going to have a hard time not watching TV. So when they impeach his ass and they watch the, the demonstrations go all over the world, all everywhere they got to get a camera, they're going to see people take it. They say, Daddy, you're the most hated man in the whole world. <laughs> you earned every bit of it. But just imagine a worldwide celebration when we finally realize how much more we have in common and how maybe we weren't so bad before, <laughs> maybe we can work with it, you know? If ever there was a time for the independence, a new party, that would be the time, even though I'm so sure that they would just corrupt that in time too. But we have to move forward nonetheless. We have to make changes. The Republicans have let themselves be co-opted and now are the party that supports men who date 14-year-olds. Okay. There becomes a point at which you have to take responsibility. And the Democrats are so disorganized and unfocused that you think they've captured one percentage point? With all the Trump stuff going on, do you think the Democratic Party has gained one percentage point. One. Now, everybody, and the truth was, Hillary was crooked. <laughs> she just wasn't as bad as Donald Trump. <laughs> and so it is. And so, as we move toward 2018, I wish for all of us peace. I want the president to continue through the holidays. I think his advisors are well-intentioned and actually quite smart. They're trying to keep the president happy. So they kind of filter what news gets to him. Because, see, if he gets bad news, then he's going to say stuff that makes their job more difficult. I want him happy because I know he has his finger on the bomb. And he might bomb North Korea just to prove to you he's a man. <laughs> okay, because he's that kind of idiot. 
Yeah. He can have a bad day, you know. Melania <laughs> won't give him that or something. <laughs> His head will be on the he'll be on the boat. I don't know. I'm ready to blow it up. <laughs> so I'm just saying. We want the president, and I said this before, we want the president overconfident all the way up until the day you announce his impeachment. And at that point in time, you got to move quickly to remove him. Even though I admit, they say, well, that's going to be Pence. And I already predicted, 522, Pence is going too. Pence was at all the knows about all the meetings. Pence is gone. The next president is Paul Ryan. That's a fact. I predicted that 522. That's the next president. I had to go Google it. You go go Google it. Look up the chain of command. It's on the internet. Learning learning moments. <laughs> go Google it. And see the chain of command. That's why Paul Ryan's not going anywhere. He knows he's the next president of the United States. And don't, don't worry about it because he'll be just as effective as he's been as speaker. <laughs> You're slamming him early, aren't Which you? Which is nothing. You're slamming him early. And remember, too, there's a real chance that once we get rid of Trump, we can easily slide back into the same old shit. Don't make the mistake. MSNBC wasn't your friend before Trump. CNN wasn't your friend before Trump. It's just that Don Lemon and all the folks are so much better to watch them fighting Trump. So once Trump is gone, we go back to the old way, right? When you just ignored us, right? <laughs> so that's fake news. Because a lot of the complaints are real. A lot of the complaints are real. So remember, even this, when you do get tr- back done with Trump, we go back to the same old shit, right? And remember, I said this too back in 522. The issues and complaints of those Trump supporters as ill-advised as they are in supporting him. But those issues that they had, those are real issues. Those are real. And part of the failure of the Democratic Party was to respond to their needs. Well, I had need. I had suggestions for the coal mining community. I said, let's go get a panel, identify every community in the whole United States and every place where they're poor, impoverished, they don't pay taxes. How about start with that? Start with that. All the coal mining community, they don't pay any taxes. You can make them into the new Silicon Valley. You can retrain them. Why can't you re Oh, you can't. Oh, I know. It's too much money. See, can't invest in humankind. But we can go to the communities. We can get a task. We can get a panel of the best minds in this country and decide how to change those areas that are chronically impoverished. We could do something to change that. We could invest. When you look at what you spent on this war and think about those monies applied to our populations, you know, their children get to go to college for free. You grow up in coal mining, it's free. Oh, but that's too radical. <laughs> So, I remind you, you got to have something for the Trump supporters. That's coming from your radical leftist brother. Because you know something? I want change, and I want real progress. And you need to understand, they supported Trump because they had no hope. No hope. 
this would be the best time to have a real national movement and bridge people together is come and deal with some of their issues. Their, their complaints are legitimate in those struggling rural communities. Those complaints are real. Let's do something for them. All we have to do, I said, was just identify the worst places in this country based on the economics, and let's go and do something for every one of those communities. Barely getting it. Bernie Sanders' proposal for Puerto Rico will never go through. So remember that. Our stepchild, our colored stepchild. Puerto Rico's our colored stepchild. You know, hope the word colored See, in my lifetime, my mother's been more, but see, in my lifetime, I've been colored, Negro. I didn't become black till I was like 14. African American came after that. So I had, first I had, first I had colored and Negro. And I remind people, Negro is what white folks called you when they were being nice to you. <laughs> when they were being nice to you, they said, oh, we have a young Negro here for us today. So, I don't have the same perspective on Negro. I was Negro a long time. <laughs> and so, we move forward. Again, 2018, real change. Think about what you want to do for the Trump supporters. Think how Christian that is, in a way. Or whatever, I'm non-denominational, but... Buddhists too, right? Do think of doing something for Trump supporters. It'll help it'll help your mentality a little bit. It'll get you in the right frame of mind. A frame of giving. I just radical up. Think of what you have in common with them. With those folks who are suffering. Because that'll lead us to some true progress. Because at the end of all this, they will still be there. They will still need to do something. For them. For the holidays, I'm Marla Hemsley. That's the good news. The bad news. And the other shit. Take that musical break as we do. The pace ourselves. Get ready to come back with some of that marijuana for dummies. Still got the hot picks of new new sports too. Here's Love Shadow.
special because it's available to you for free, legally. It's part of the Creative Commons movement where artists are making music available to you. And they're making it available for you for free while retaining their commercial rights. That is a wonderful example. That's Love Shadow. We play a lot of Love Shadow. That track was entitled Where Do We Go? Featuring Melody, Romancito and Silkwords. So go get that free. You can get it. I think we have links on the website, but also you can go to dig.ccmixture and become part of that movement, the Creative Commons Muse movement, the music that we can use legally on air, and so we do. Ready to talk about some weed? Uh, we have no choice, right? Times Don't inhale. Welcome, everybody. Marijuana for dummies. You know, and the issue is that as we're heading, we're heading into 2018. Everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen with recreational marijuana in California. And what's kind of interesting is you're getting some bad press, what some might even call fake news. In other words, as it turns out, because the regulatory commissions aren't fully active, the weed inspectors 
are not really set up. So they're saying, you know, this weed that's available around the first of the year, that weed could be uninspected weed. <laughs> and everybody said, <laughs> you mean? They said, yes, this weed that's going to be available will not have been checked for mold, mildew, pesticides. And then they warned that an alarming number of the weed samples that they've tested did have pesticides. So it may not be organic. So in other words, you may be facing the same weed risks you've been dealing with for the last 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's wrong. Why are you laughing? Same man? old weed. In fact, <laughs> who were you most likely to trust? Little Javier on the corner who's high behind the bush. Jamal on 67th standing next to the tree. The weird white dude with the big beard and the trench coat standing down by Central Park. Which one of those wonderful figures were you going to trust to have the healthy weed? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I got a question for you. Who did you trust? Man, you just got some weed. Wait a minute, no you women? Had to put your so trust so in no women provided? Listen, no, it, it, as far as I know, the only weed that was ever poisoned was the one the government poisoned. We tried to when say. they were spraying it with that stuff. That's what the weed was right. risky because the government was spraying it with some shit that was giving us lung fibrosis. I got you, man. Because, in, and, and this is coming from a physician. Right. Since then, what I learned was how. Research into the benefits of marijuana were right. not, they just wasn't funded. Right, true. And when they finally did start funding things that they found wonderful things about marijuana, to this date, they haven't been able to identify a lethal dose for everything that exists. You know you can kill yourself with coffee right, or water even right, more than you can kill yourself with weed. Yep. Water. <laughs> you go drink a bunch of water and go have a seizure. Okay. <laughs> You could do coffee. Yeah. All of that is more dangerous because you know what? It doesn't have an LD50. By the way, y'all, you all know what an LD50 is? That stands for lethal dose 50%. That means the dose that was able to kill 50% of the test subjects. A little gross, I know you might think. So they count those lab rats. Oh, oh, oh 42%. You got to have... So it's the one that it's the lethal dose that kills. So they can't determine a lethal dose for marijuana. I told you, marijuana, you come into the ER, the whole deal is to make sure that it's only marijuana. <laughs> okay? You come in, you high, all they have marijuana. Right. Run the panel. <laughs> run, the, run the panel. Because you got to know. But if it comes back, only marijuana, that's when they park your ass in that room down the hall. Well, they got some real sick people to take care of here at ER. You're just wrong. <laughs> Instead of your ass who overdoes it on edibles. Right. <laughs> just wrong, man. So I'm just saying, the situation. So anyway, a lot of confusion headed to January 1st. So I made a trip down to my dispensary. My card expires on the 22nd. So oh, I said, the 22nd of last year, I was in there renewing my card. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> okay. So my card expires. Right. So I went to buy some weed because he said, you know, my card expires 22nd. And even though recreational marijuana 
it's like in Vegas. I was in Vegas. They had recreational marijuana. Right. But they were out of recreational marijuana for that week. So I lucky I had my medical marijuana card from California, and I got me some weed. Because <laughs> I didn't know that in Las Vegas, the people who transport the weed is the alcohol to people. Right. That was part of the deal. Right. See, it's dirty deals like are in Vegas. Bro. The alcohol people transported the weed. So what happened? There was no weed. There was no weed getting transported. So... I went to my dispensary, Happy Meds, right on Vermont, down the street from USC, on my little ghetto dispensary, because they have the best. I used to go on the west side. One day when I renewed my card, I was looking for a local place. I said, oh, right down the street near USC. And I went over there, and the weed was way better and way cheaper. So I'll give you an example. I went into the dispensary. I got two and a half ounces Top shit. I don't get but the, t- the best in there. I got two and a half ounces of top shelf weed for four hundred dollars. Now I, I just do the math. Okay, well, let's get Alexa. Alexa, Alexa, divide four hundred by two point five. Four hundred divided by two point five is one hundred sixty point zero. So that's I paid one hundred and sixty dollars an ounce. For top shelf weed. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful day. Okay. Um, give me a minute. That's wrong. That's just wrong. Okay. Anyway. But at my dispensary, they had no idea what happens on January 1st. They had no idea. They said, we can't get any communications. <laughs> so a bunch of the dispensaries have no idea what to do about recreational marijuana. They make it confusing because they make them handle that separate from the medical. It's not like they just say, oh, recreational marijuana. Everybody come in and buy. No, they go like, are you a recreational customer or are you a medical customer? And as it turns out, there may be different taxes. If you're a medical customer or if you're a recreational customer, you may get hit with different weed tax. So you may want to just go get that card. I tell everybody, go get the card. They're like, I don't want the people that be registered as a weed. I say, well, it falls under HIPAA. They're not going to be able to use it against you, even though I don't blame you for not trusting the government. None of this will be secret. I have the luxury. I have no wife, no children, and no employer. So I get to do whatever the hell. But I'm telling you, it's up in the air. Spent a bunch of time. And checked in a couple other dispensaries. It's pretty much the same news. No one knows what's happening. (laughs) Okay? But let's put it like this. When When I was hoping, you know, like when the big ball comes down, that when the ball hit the bottom, everybody's going to run out and buy weed. Just run out. Weed! The ball, here comes the ball. Everybody's on their bikes, in the car, the engine rolling, got the skates on. The ball's coming down. Happy New Year. Beam! We all on our way to the weed store. Everybody. Buy, just like Star Wars, new Star Wars movie. Woo! Everybody. 
It doesn't look like it'll be that way. No. No. So don't come flying into California thinking you can get some weed. <laughs> don't come flying in. I know you New Yorkers. They got medical out there, but they make it hard to get it some places. Yeah. So at least we know, Vic, 2018, recreational weed is coming. Okay. We just don't know how it's coming. Yeah. And we don't know the tax, really, the exact cost of the tax. Because if they make the same tax on the cheap weed <laughs> as they put on the good weed. Right. You know, and it's a lot of tax. That's going to make the really cheap weed. Everybody's waiting to see. You know, it's, you know. It's like an app. You wait or a new equipment. You wait to see the testing of the public and what's happening. Remember, and I'm not going to get into any particular equipment pieces, but you do that. You said two and a half ounces. You wait. You tend to wait and say, let me see how it rolls out so I can better not be the first to get involved on faith and hope. Let me see just how the public gravitates to this and how they organize it, rolling it out. I still think right now in California, there's benefits to the card. Yeah. There are protections you have as a patient. Right. And for those patients, that's a big deal. HIPAA yes. is no joke. Yeah. They're not allowed to ask you. I know. About weed and what. Can't do it. And I have every legitimate, pull my medical file, you go, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no smoke some weed. <laughs> I have every legitimate reason for right for using it, but you know, even if you don't, I'm for recreation. I, you know, we're talking. The benefits to me are obvious for certain personality types. Even though I admit, if you do yoga, you're going to do what? There's a lot of other ways you can deal with the same issues. I I believe that totally. Right. But on the other hand, you can smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> so this Christmas when your Uncle Bill really makes you want to just slap pie up against his head <laughs> just you just want to take pie just hit Uncle Bill just you mother pow go smoke a joint because weed is very good for those kinds of hostile feelings when people are aggravating you like when your family or your your little unappreciative nieces or nephews <laughs> If I, mine are wonderful, but if yours are that type, <laughs> you may have to smoke some weed or get you some edibles, and then you'll find that it be a much more tolerable situation. But I do think you ought to think about getting that card. You do have some days left in most places. For example, in L.A., the average cost for a card is twenty-five to forty-five dollars. I don't think I see a fifty-dollar ad. Right. <laughs> Right. You know, it's 25 or 35 to get the card. And so what do I do? Oh, tell them you have headaches. Shit. Oh, how about this? You have stress. Raise your hand if you don't have stress. Right. Right? So everybody got stress. So just go in there and tell them you got stress and you got a headache. If you want to get inventive, throw, it, say, throw an ED. Say you got stress, headache, and you can't get your penis hard. And that makes you depressed. Come on, you can just go. Which makes you, your back hurt. And they'll be so glad to get you out of there. They'll give you the card and a bus ticket. <laughs> so just go in there. Tell them anything. It all works. I don't even know what I say anymore. That's at the file. They go in there and they, every now and then they check my blood pressure. Vic, and I'm going like, what's that for? 
What were you trying to say, man? I was saying, go get your medical marijuana card because the first is coming and we don't know. Come on now, resisting. Marijuana miseducation. You start each morning with a cup of coffee. I'm smoking sativa. Baby, hit the snooze. Turn on the local news. But nothing good comes from a one sided point of view. Marijuana for dummies. Come for the info. Stay for the All right. Now you know, where's my drunk in a smoky bar? That's what I want to play. Because, you know, we got coming up. Because we just, this, the best is yet to come. I don't know what that is, though. Huh? You didn't make it Christmassy, man. It seemed like it's all depressing. Man, I mean, I, this is weird. Christmas, all depressing. depressing. Dude, dude. I, all those millennials, they don't know how to get laid. You just literally, you uh, know what I thought LD50 was? No. I really thought it was last date like at 50. R2, D2? No, last date at 50 years of age. I thought it was something like that. I really did. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Now you can impress your friends. <laughs> you know, marijuana has no LD50. What's up, Eric Black? Jose, Jose. No shit. I'm ignoring him yes, right now. really none. I get, I need to marijuana talk has no LD50. Really can't time. overdose. He's in a depression. That's feel bad. He's screaming politics. Mm. And he's a woman. Okay, mm. so I'm trying to help him. <laughs> All right. So in the meantime, <laughs> meantime we'll get ready to talk to Scorsese. Victor's over there talking to I got to talk to him because tablets. they all left because they're all depressed. That's what you can you smoke some weed. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I told up? you what to do. You guys. Just don't listen. Non-weed smoker. Let's lose this out a little bit, all right? All right. In the meantime, I'm here with my dad. I got Streaming the stream. She's learning how to adapt to the following the stream. Normal's over here. She's riding her. She got Facebook. She got Periscope. Everything. Twitter. And Facebook. And we're getting their phones. Then when they walk out of here, you got to start a Strongest 
Bullseye's Out, the body heat, Laswell, drunk in a smoky bar, drinking an Imperial Porter mix. One of the most unique titles for a song. Love that song. I think one time I played it like 12 times in a row. (laughs) Love that track. Uh, Laswell. Yes, sir. Go and get it free. Right. This will be good for you. Give it away as a Christmas gift, a new kind of re-gifting. Send them some free music that they could have downloaded their damn self. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for sports? Yes, sir. Are you dressed appropriately, damn it? Sports bras and jock straps, everybody. It's a weird combination, but it works. Victor Allen's new new sports, written and directed by the ball-headed black man, the man that the ladies have nicknamed Sexual Chocolate. Victor Allen's unique view of sports, a recurring segment of the Morning Couple with Mario show. And here he is, rub his head and make a wish. Here he is, everybody, Victor Allen! All that yelling. All that yelling and nobody's yelling. I just want to see those sports bras. And the, and the claps are too long, man. Ain't nobody in here. There's no such thing <laughs> as Ain't nobody in here. <laughs> those, they're, hit, they're hiding in the right. crevices. Well, first, my first rule of thumb <laughs> is to get have the backing of my people acknowledged before anything else. And thumbs Once, don't really have uh, a lot of rules. How you, how you doing? <laughs> I am Dr. Rumalak. I like that. Pop right up. We got you a Periscope Facebook recognition haters on my screen and haters in the back and that's deborah hater not hater hater okay also margaret i see you there also live.me big old fam i don't mean to talk to you through my back but i'm gonna turn my head around now and then to see if i can get you all right you know what it's time to talk to sports man and i'm not going to hit no stats today there are no stats today we're going to talk culture and transformation we won't have to squint man (laughs) Like I said, let's let it be what it be. Okay, that's right. All right, I'm gonna just keep it real. Check it out. While I'm doing this, just so you guys know, because I'm enjoying this, you know, I got me some streaming on me from the people who are the PR monsters of Hollywood, Deb and Norma. Ride or die, y'all. Yeah, ride or die. That's how I do it. <laughs> All right, hey, check it out. Sizzle and boom in the room. All right, you guys. This is what I'm gonna talk about. I let them choose that one, bro. <laughs> Sizzle and boom. I, I don't assign. Yeah, Lonzo Ball is overrated. You know, man. Okay. I'm going to get to that in a second. No, he's not overrated. He just has higher expectations. Check it out. The mighty are falling. And the reason why I'm saying that, man, and I always think bias comes when you can't report from your own homeland. ESPN president John Skipper, Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson are the latest to fall. And when I say fall, different perspectives when I say fall. Now, when they're as powerful as they are, Mario, they don't really fall. They just move out of the room into another room. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, because you said, right, he's going to substance addiction. Program. That's right. That means he's coming to Malibu. Yes. And I hear they have wonderful <laughs> croissants in the morning. Different room. Or yoga. Different room. The stress of massage class. Power begins. Yeah, massage class to get ready. And right. With the croissant. All day. Maybe some fresh squeeze. All day, some man. fresh squeeze. All right. Okay. So let me get over here because I got to cover this. See, the first thing I'm going to do is that when you're watching the most powerful sports platform called ESPN, and one of their own basically saying, hey, substance abuse and having to deal with addiction problem, they're not telling you why he had to do this. Something's in the midst. 
some story they're stopping before it got here. And he was about to sit back and go, get your story out first about you before it catches up with you. So to me, I want to know, how come he had to come forward with this all of a sudden? Because something was up. And, and I want to guess, does it deal with a woman? Does it deal with sexual parties? Does it deal with... I want to do the dirt. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, I want to know if, that's you, what I'm saying. if you go into rehab, what drug were you using? <laughs> that's How often were you using it? All day. How are you using it? And what I, TV shows you were watching look, man, while it, you were high? And let me say this. The other part, ESPN, I'm not knocking you guys. You guys are straight and rolling. But you guys are not coming to stir of your own. Is there a that's rule right. that just because it's your own leader, you can't do your investigation the way you do with other athletes? When another athlete is going down... You guys are all over it, and you're re-reporting it 24-7. I watched your show this morning. I didn't see you guys make a reference to him at all. I call that bias. And for, for a lot of people who's watching, credibility goes out the door when they say, you don't follow up on one of your own. He high in the picture. Yeah, thank you. Look at that. He high. Right, I'm just you saying. Know he's high. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to wonder. It wasn't weed. Right. Like you never have to go. So you never have to go to rehab for weed. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> See, Everything you else you go okay. to rehab. Alcohol. He's gonna put weed in my segment. See All right, I'm saying? just saying you the okay. one with the in my segment. And I want to tell everybody that Vic <laughs> doesn't use any substances. His body's a temple. Alka Seltzer. <laughs> That's about it, man. <laughs> it's a temple. I, however, <laughs> right. All right, you guys. Now, this guy who's rolling, I'm about to roll up now, Carolina Panthers. If they weren't winning with Cam now, I think this story would be even bigger because his is worse to me. Carolina Panthers owner resigns with allegations of workplace misconduct, both sexual and racial in nature, swirling around him even as he finds himself at the center of an NFL-led investigation. Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson has decided to sell his team. In other words... He was being investigated legally, and the NFL said we're taking it over. So, Mark, what does that mean? To If it interprets that the NFL is taking over, does that mean they're going to do a thorough investigation? Or they're no, gonna... they're going to do damage control. Thank you. But All you day. know what I want to say? And I think this is very important. And this picture sort of stands as a reminder. <laughs> right. you know, he's got great hair. I mean, he's really Jimmy got Johnson. Great... Jimmy I'm Johnson. Just saying, yeah, that hair. He's got. I mean, I'm a black dude too. <laughs> Obviously, for some of y'all, that's just the wrong. blind community didn't know. That, yeah, I'm black, <laughs> right? And I want to say this is some great hair. That if you, I, I, I always wonder what a hundred dollar haircut. Ask Jimmy. They Johnson. don't have those in my neighborhood. They don't have hundred dollar haircuts. They should ask Jimmy. Man. But they, this looks like a hundred. If there is a hundred dollar haircut, right? This looks like one. Okay. All right. So I'm just. So does he get the easy chair out, man? Because he just yeah, said he's rich. So are we going to need something to work for? Wait, now he did. They they did say this, man. <laughs> I, I, which I'm, I'm not. And I'm gonna say this. I'm not excusing him. Please don't look at it this way. But he's around a lot of warriors, football players, who you and I know use language loosely. Agree, Mark? Well, I tell you what. Y'all not know it. It's true. They do not. I look at this picture and I see a kind, loving man okay, see, who bullshit, speaks bullshit. and never uses right. the F word. Okay. See, he probably he, says he, gosh and G. He ain't going to answer the question. <laughs> he's avoiding it. Loose language around all those players. You know that he's used to that, right? What's when he's around loose? The, when, I think he wait, looks like a man who loves black people. Wait a minute. See, <laughs> I'm saying this. See, he looked he looked, I'm he looked not like he's down that. with the brothers. They, okay, the reason why I'm going here <laughs> is saying? because 
They said a racial term and he used the N-word. No. And if you're using it around the football players in that environment, that's one thing. If he's using it as it relates to employees or something else, I don't know. I'm just saying they didn't put it in the context of what was used in the storyline, man. That's all I'm saying. Now, okay, and that makes a big difference in yes. context? Yes, you know why? Because he's just being down. What if he was, I tell you, he's down with, watch this. if he was doing some regular brother watch talk this. Watch this. with let the players. Tell, let me tell you this, watch this. <laughs> In Mario's practices as a medical practitioner, he's been around some wonderful medical experts. Ask him how they have conversations now and then, and it's just part of the all role. Right, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Doggy. All day and loosely, all day, right? And if they say it in front that's all of I'm me, saying. <laughs> right? They they let you have it, right? They want to say in front of me, right? You you know they are they saying it, whatever. Just saying, and they're not wearing pads. All right, no. so let me just say this. So I'm just wanted to let you guys know the mighty have fallen. That's two big leaders. I think he's the, still gonna be rich at the end of the day. <laughs> he only fa- from from this. So per- they ain't falling very man, far. I said in another room, man. He's in another room. That's all he's oh, going to okay, another room. He'll be in that wonderful suite. Okay, got at it. the top of Trump Tower. All right, <laughs> all right, you guys got that out of the way because I have to have that consciousness about those who are powerful have to move to another way of investment. It's time for that uh, retirement of Kobe Bryant. That happens today. As far as his jerseys are concerned, 8 and 24. And they're going to do it during the Golden State Warriors halftime game tonight. So does that mean that we're going to have a sad time and then a happy time and then a sad time? I mean, first half, halftime, second half. Who wins the game? Mario. Who wins the game, man? See, I'm, I'm going to the game. Oh, now, why? That's so unfair. <laughs> See, you just bring that up to yes, slam sir. it to the Lakers. Yes, no, I'm not First slamming. First of all, they have to suffer. They already went through a whole year. I had that whole Kobe they, last they're year. They're doing better, man. I thought I was done. Now I got to go to the Kobe retirement, jersey retirement. Oh, not just one jersey. Two. You got two. Thank you. All day, man. It wasn't until Kobe left that I all, came back to being a Laker fan. All day. And and wait a minute. If you look at the numbers, now let me tell you. two jerseys. Watch this. Look at the numbers comparison between his 8 and 24. 10 season, 10 seasons. Both 16 almost, you know, go, uh, over 16,000 points. Same. Almost the same down. And the one that has the most titles is his number 8, but he has the MVP on his 24. And so. Stellar record. Do, do we celebrate him as one who accomplished more than we expected? I know. Well, I don't know what I expected. I, when I first seen him, I celebrate his I didn't accomplishments because he had great accomplishments. Right. I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan, so it's a really short celebration. Right. Because there's a lot of other great players that I haven't celebrated, you know. Right. That I actually have more of a feeling for. Okay. So, you know, so for me, during the retirement, during the jersey ceremony, that's when I'll probably be switching to the Big Bang Theory <laughs> or something else. Maybe I can tune in to old Flintstones' I Love Lucy around that time. Go Norma. Go Norma. See, I want him to say something positive. I need somebody to cheer Okay, here's there. what's positive. <laughs> there he is. See, that's what I'm doing. See? The parking is going to be really better See, than you I told you. Down at the okay. Staples Center. <laughs> see, see, I want, really I want you guys to understand. And, you know, the nachos are good. So do that. Get we're, the nachos. We're one week away 
from Christmas. Does he seem like he's in the Christmas mindset? No. I'm in the no. Christmas spirit because, like many of you single people, I'm reminding you, you're saving money. You're saving money. <laughs> right, right. Just think how much money right. you're saving. Okay, good. All right. No gifts. I, hey, I'm checking out this game tonight. I, I Look, I would like for Golden State to, you know, come in and play hard. They're going to celebrate this too. The players yeah, are they all, they like they're all going to celebrate. It's because Kobe, he, he, he shaped and shifted the NBA in a way that a lot of people are going, you have to go after yours beyond, beyond. And then he's always trying to win. And not every player is trying to win. Some players are just trying to play. So I respect him for that, man. Now, we've got to take it over to a team that shockingly is surprising us, and we still are not sure should we get behind them. But after that game with the Legion of um, Doom, who I think is doomed, I don't know if anybody watched that game, and I will give them the pass of all the injuries in the secondary, but I didn't know the Rams were going to lay waste like this. Mm. It was so bad to me mm. that I literally... There was a moment where you feel sorry for the team where it looks like the holes are so wide open where they were running. I was going, okay, this is bad. This is really bad. I was looking for a tight game and that Russell Wilson will be on beyond. He looked, it looked like they mapped him out and he just had nowhere to go. Dude, this was was brutal. It was bad. Now, is that because the, the, the Rams... Elevated they play, and they said this. It's hard to beat a team that beat you early in the season when you did giveaways, you fumbles and stuff like that, and come back and beat them again. They script you a different way. They got around Russell so bad that there was just nowhere else to go. They, they so, pretty much almost a sack record. Right. I mean, for them, first of all, there were some records set in terms of loss. Right. I was like to Seattle's. Worst loss, loss. In, in, in Pete Carroll's yeah tenure tenure yeah totally it was terrible and what and the largest I think they had to go back to 06 or 07 right when they lost previously right by that many points so yeah what can I say you know I made the point when we got the two teams and I and I admit I was not a supporter right of the NFL coming here I certainly no tax breaks. I was also saying we went from zero teams to two mediocre teams. Right. And now it turns out I was wrong on that. Yeah. So yeah. The team, they've been a delight to watch. Hey, let me say this. And I find myself rooting, rooting for them. For the first time, because I didn't like the Rams when they were here. Look, I liked them because <laughs> they had all the talent. I'm not going to get all into yeah. the history Remember of this. Rose and Blue? Uh, hey, look. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. So my whole point is this. They're going to go to the playoffs. I feel sorry for Philadelphia. I feel sorry for those who are injured because you want to see them at full strength. But you still have to wait because you got a young quarterback, and they script different when you get in the playoffs. They put things on you that you are not expecting during the regular season. I'm sorry for Carson Wentz. Yes. I am not sorry for Philadelphia at all. Right. They have a great quarterback to come in and take over. Right. And if I have a lot of family in Philly. Right. And they neither need nor appreciate our support for their sports teams. <laughs> right. No, man. I look. No, no. I, I like what they're anything, doing. They love in Philly. Hey, look. They love to be some L.A. Anything. Right. Hockey, basketball, Ball, football. You name it. Okay. I got you. <laughs> they right. take that, Philly. I'm not getting that. Have a No, no. I, I, I like what they're doing. They're overcoming. I do. I'm going to go over to a, t- a game that may have not been the game of measurement, but it was a game that says which direction you're going in. 
Ezekiel Elliott is coming back with the Dallas Cowboys. They have a low percentage of a chance to get in the playoffs, but the Raiders are basically beast mode not enough. Meaning, as much as he brought to the culture of the Raiders, it just seems like they are a letdown more so than the expectations coming into this year. So they're technically almost now, they say they have percentages, points of all these things that have to happen with other teams to get in the playoffs. So they don't have total control, which means basically your, sen- your season is Atlanta has it's to done. lose every game. Yes. Well, one of the things. Well, they all these- to win they're all their remaining. Right. Atlanta has to lose. Right. Atlanta has to lose all three of their remaining. Right. And then they still have two more conditions. Right. So it, it is, it, this is get ready. Will we see Beast Mode next year? Like and I, I enjoy Beast Mode because he brings this culture. It's a different swag. He just brings a different thing, and then you realize how strong this man is and what he does. I was looking forward to them at least making some noise. It looked like they're not getting in the playoffs, man. And they got their quarterback, Carr. So something's happening with him. I'm not sure what it is. I'm just going to say, hey, you guys, just let's see if next year if they can elevate. Well, and I, I don't know if it's coaching. I have no idea what it is, man. The mental mistakes that went into the loss, you know, some of it bad luck. But Carr, you know, they know the rules. I don't get it. You know, Carr scrambling. Right. You know, he could have just helped and pulled in the ball and been on the one-yard line. Just like the other guy. They could have just pulled. He sticks the ball out and... He did fumbles the, into the end zone. He did the best he could, man. He didn't know the ball was going to nah, go out of the end zone. He could have done better. Yeah, you, see, look at you. You're already. Hey, better. <laughs> you're already hurting them. They don't tell doctors. Doctors don't get to say that. Oh, I, I, I did my best I could. Right. Okay. No, I agree. I agree. Eel, look, look. He threw his body out there so he could get the win. It just was a bad bounce. They didn't even get to close it out. It's one of those things. He fumbled the ball. Let, but let me say this. Stop being let touched. me say. So, do you feel Ben Roethlisberger on his last play against New England, where it was called, he was supposed to fake, do a fake, and he went through with the play, and it's all this confusion about who made the call. Did he understand to buy more time to have another play? And you read it all. I said, just let me just stop and, and just say this. This was your chance to have home field advantage. You just handed it over to the Patriots. Your wide receiver, your number one, your number one boy, may be gone for a few weeks, and now you have to roll in, going on the road. If you get past that round to go in New England, did they just hand it over the advantage clearly when they could have took it here at home? Which I even said last week. I said, Mario, I'm. I believe Pittsburgh is not the wonderful team that example. New New England, yeah. and they couldn't win it at home. You know, wonder ex- wonderful example of underachievement. He just really messed up, and what he really did was, you know, he countered the play from the bench. Right. Did what he wanted, and that blew up. Right. And they can't say that because if they say that, that, everybody looks bad. That, the coaches right. look bad. bad. He, looks he looks bad. bad. Everything. So, Unfortunately, when people lie in press conferences and have that whole kind of lying thing, yeah. for Roethlisberger, it took me back to his club incident. Yeah. Okay, I, know, I hate I to know. say that. It yeah. took me back because I said, wow, the, your lying here is strangely reminiscent of your discussions. Money runs. What happened in that club. Money ro- rolls. <laughs> okay. Everything around me, right? That's all I'm saying. You look the same kind of nervous 
saying bullshit. <laughs> okay. What's up, people? So no, those are good. Those are examples of people choking, making <laughs> bad decisions. You know, hey. Vic, nope. all you have to do is say I made a bad decision. Can't do that, man. And move on. No. What gets me is when people can't admit. You know who they're learning from? Poli- Trump. No, they're, they're politicians. They, look, they're Trumpian. I will go to the last second, and you have to make me when there's no other options left. Admit it. There's no marijuana in this pipe. <laughs> See, that's wrong. This that's is a wonderful herbal blend. It's not even tobacco. It's natural herbal. Listen to him, normal. Natural herbal. That's yeah, all it is. Over it's no marijuana. <laughs> okay. All right. Only dopes use dope. Okay. <laughs> Want to sit there and do this closing out? There's no reference to a graphic on this one, Mario. This oh. is just very simple. Addressing the Lonzo Ball, overrated. It really is unfair. And I like what LeBron did as it relates to stepping in when they played Cleveland. And he said, ignore all the white noise. And that just... That's not about a, it's not a racial thing. No, it's just white him. noise. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Just ignore the noise That's because noise. He, he's putting. They don't have a black noise. And, and 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 think about it, man. <laughs> think about it. They got. He is the man that, in the face of basketball, who is basically embracing him, because when you get caught up in the war of expectations, I think it's a good thing that you guys say he's overrated because you had more expectations from him, which means the machine set you up. To give those expectations, hand it over to you, and then you deliver the message and say, yeah, we want more from him than anyone else. I think it's a wonderful thing when people want more from you. I think it's a celebration of life. The worst thing you can have is be part of an organization. They say, we have no expectations of you whatsoever. Just do a little bit and stay on the side. So I think it's a compliment. That's just addressing what you guys, a few of you guys said. I think the man is ahead of the curve, more so than you think. Think about it this way. Go look at Brooke Lopez, which I ain't got nothing bad to say, and try to explain why he he is not leading nowhere at the top on rebounds than he's the seven-footer, and that the point guard has more rebounds than the center. So I'm just letting you know now, when you're almost the leader in rebounds and leading in assists on your team as a 19-year-old, you're overachieving. Because most 19-year-olds don't come in thinking like that. Anyone who they gets don't a do triple-double in the NBA, right. especially as a rookie, right. deserves at least something. The problem is he's Absolutely. got that father. Yeah. But I must admit, I like his poise. I do, too. I like the way he carries himself. All day. So I want to give him a break. He got you mine. Know, yeah, I, mean, I like what he does. Done. I said, again, our expectations are just our that. expectations. Yeah. So again, I'm I'm actually supporting him, and I'm supporting the Lakers, buddy. Good. Hey, you guys, check out the retirement of the jerseys. Pick your favorite jersey. I'm ah. out, man. Sports done. Let's go. Victor Atlas new to sports is unique fan based view of sports written by the ball headed black man. Remember when you come to watch this show, dress appropriately. Sports bras and jack straps. Don't forget. Got to get some Lotrimin foot powder. All these things are important for the sports people. Get out there. Cotton clothing. You know, let it dry. The breeze. All these things athletes should know. Last segment, man. Get ready, you guys. Oh, you guys going to like this one. Hot picks. You're going to like this one. Oh. 
because oh should I get my robe open no nah, I don't know if you're gonna get your robe open but you know all I can tell you is have an open mind oh, have an open mind oh, have an open mind <laughs> much or too much Fox News <laughs> I will tell you guys what's coming up. But if you haven't seen it on the Facebook page, I'm tell you from the Hey, you guys, getting ready. It's that time. I got to sit back and uh, try to do a number of things. See, I like talking to Norma and Deb while I'm tweeting and then trying to sit back and talk to my family here. We're doing hot picks, and you know I've been doing hot picks for the last month as a matter of empowerment. Well, I'm going to do empowerment today, but I'm going to profile it and see if it transfers to empowerment or is it bullshit. The evolution of Amorosa Manico. Got to sit back and tell you guys. We're going to sit back and try to pick the best moment of Amarosa during her tenure. And you get to with limited information as we go down to each one. Okay. When was Amarosa's or Amarosa's best moment? Is she an opportunist, diva, profiteer, or matrimonial bliss? Because she's had a stellar, stellar lifetime. And it's continuing. And just to give you a side note, I'm going to give you some other information. TV Guide included her in their 2013 list of the 60th nastiest TV villains of all time. That already tells you she's rolling with power. Now, a little background before we start. In 2000, just so you guys can understand, there's always other things that happen that can motivate people. In 2000, Manigault married Aaron Stallworth. Part of this 
whole thing that I'm doing is to let you know that she's always looking to have that partner and solidifying that as part of her lifestyle. And changed her name to Manigault Star Wars. They separated in 2005 and divorced later that year. She reverted to her surname but eventually started using her first name monomonously. Manigault had an older sister, Gladys Louise Manigault, who died in February 2016. Her older brother, Jack Tom- Thomas Manigault Jr., was murdered in 2011. So a lot of times when we're seeing the noise, and then you're seeing things that's, that's happening, you tend to find get a different perspective. Not an excuse. Go ahead. So her parents named one child Thomas, another Gladys. Hey, man, I, hey, look. But her, Armorosa. Right. Alright. <laughs> See what I'm don't, saying? Don't, don't, what were they smoking? Come on, man. Come on, don't be Thomas, hate. Gladys. Okay. And Amorosa. Okay. Now, what are we going to do here? So, so Mario does have a punching bag. I'm just saying, Don't have that pu- consistent. Keep an open mind. Be a sponge. Sponge. Woosa. All right, you guys. So you, for those of you who can't see this right now, if you want to go to our mobile page, you can see the selections of the pictures. www.packstereo.mobi. All right, check it out. The first picture up you see, 2004. During this moment, at this time in 2004, she was on The Apprentice and she made an appearance on the show Girlfriends. Manigault first came to public attention in 2004 after becoming a participant on NBC's reality TV series, The Apprentice, starring business mogul and current president Donald Trump. And then, of course, I told you she had already married Aaron Starworth at that time. They separated, of course, in 2005, divorced later that year. And then, of course, this is where it all began. Physically, the first thing you see is a girlish-looking Amorosa. Mario, at 2000, I like her abs. In 2004, were you focused or did you pay attention to The Apprentice during this time? No, I ignored it. You, did, you ignored it, right? If I had her seen it, I would have told her she's got that black girl knee syndrome thing. <laughs> you know, like the black girl, little right. black girls with right. the black knees. Right. Like, I know, they should have fainted by now unless you spend a lot of time on your knees. You see what I'm saying? I'm just wondering. See what, this is what I, I should get the with. black knees. This, this is what I got to deal with. You know, when you were a kid, you get them little okay. big old scarred up knees. Okay, now wait a minute, stop. You need to get some crystal on them joints. I'm not part of Mar- Mario's thing. He finds those saying. little moments, but he has to find happiness. I like her abs. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering about them knees. Okay, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Let the Donald know. Okay, we're, we're, we're moving up. Okay, that's 2004. We're making jumps. Now we're going to 2006. 2006, she had a stint on a show. It was a short film called Soul Sisters. Notice there's a physical change in her appearance. I just want to note that out. That you guys recognize the evolution. Kind of sisterly here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amorosa Manigault was in a short comedy called Soul Sisters, modeled after the movie Brian De Palma's Sisters. I didn't know that. So obviously, this is one of those you bite it off culturally. I want mm. you to understand this is how Amorosa presented herself physically. You see any changes or you see the evolution? During this time, did you watch Soul Sisters, bro? No. Did you I even hear about it? I understand more why the president 
has her. <laughs> See, here we go. Between her and Hope Hicks, <laughs> here we go. Should be pretty good. Uh, okay, wait a minute. I'm concerned. <laughs> All right, good. You, know, you call Omarosa. You Take call wrong. Hope. Okay. All right. The hope survives. All right. I'll take. Get, focus now. Focus. The evolution continues. All right. Good. I didn't. I didn't even know about the Soul Sisters thing. So that lets you know that they did a great job during this time that focus on the apprentice. I never heard of. I it. never heard of it, man. Soul so Sister. Good. And I, why they have her? <laughs> that just a bad ad. Remember, see that Soul Sister starring Omarosa. <laughs> Click. <laughs> See, this is just wrong. That's like a non-watch. I'm just presenting Click. the product. I'm not here to sit back and paint a well, I'm cake. saying. All right, let me go into the, the next. looks here, I take it a lunch. Okay, the evolution continues now. Let's go over. Let's roll Bye to the next. chicken. All right, 2010. There's a different looking Omarosa. In 2000 or June 2010, Manigault and Trump collaborated again to create a new dating show called The Ultimate Merger, in which 12 men competed for Manigault's affection. The show aired on TV One. Also, in 2010, Omarosa appeared on a self-documentary on the TV show 2020 titled Inside the Bachelor, The Story Behind the Rose. You know anything about the results? Hey. Who was someone hey, wearing hey, her? Hey, wait, I want to know who loved her. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you get the kiss? I didn't did even she know. give him the tongue. Dude, I didn't even know about the I show. I want to know the. Uh, did you I know what happened? Did you hear about the show? No. Did you follow it? Hell no. <laughs> Why? Does she, so far, they're striking out with me. Wait a minute. How does she look right here? Does you see? I you see her dinner? Do you see an evolution from two thousand six? Do you see? Compare now the evolution. Now doesn't she look more? She's making that business. Transition in this photo. <laughs> See, you don't want to give her new points. No. If you go from 2006 to this, this, points. this look, they they made her more a glamorous presentation. Yes, they did. A show. Every black yes. woman, when they want to make you glamorous, they just press your hair. Okay. You know what? <laughs> you guys email. That's what equals glamorous in Hollywood. And text Mario at world. Mario dot Hey, it ain't my world. I'm just saying, how come when you black and they want you glamorous, they press your hair? Okay. I'm not I'm not co-signing that one. Get out the hot cold. All right. Let's go over it. Here's the period. Let's go on to the next. Personally, as we go, this is my opinion of what I think is the time I'm picking. I'm just not going to wait to the end to tell you what I think this is was her best time. And it's 2011. In 2011, uh, or 2010, Amarosa uh, confirmed that she was dating actor Michael Clark Duncan, whom he had, she had met at a produce section of Whole Foods supermarket. Oh, that's touching. In July 20, <laughs> 2012, hummus, she found Duncan in <laughs> cardiac arrest and performed CPR, and Manigault was able to resuscitate him. However, he never fully recovered, of course, from the heart attack and died in 2012 after wow. a, uh, after further uh, fur- further two months in the hospital. I knew about this time. I didn't know she was the one that, that did CPR. Yes, yeah, she did. She did all that. And I remember, because you see Michael, he's in the corner over there. He was happy. She looked different to me. And that during that time, I'm picking the time where I think she was in her place where I think she had at least a softer happiness. During this time, they, man, they went everywhere together. Everywhere. I mean, there's so many photos and documentations of them. You know, so it seems to me that's the best time. That's when she looked her cooler. Yes, 
That's you're, my personal. If he, if he found something that he likes in you, yes. maybe you have a, a, a and you, positive quality somewhere. I'm not saying that she does or does knees. not. I'm just saying. Okay, so I'm just saying that's the time I'm picking. But we are not done yet. Let's roll she it up. You look kind of good in those pants. You know, you know I figured you would the, say that. Yeah. Are you regular you like brother the, attractions? You like the pants, bro? It's the bootay. You don't even know if. Okay, next. Bootay. What's going on? No, we're rolling up. We're going on to the yeah, next. Okay, reality TV. This is 2012. Notice the evolution continues as she's changed her makeover. Perpetrating stereotypes against women and people of color was a reality TV project she was involved in 2012. So she became also West Coast editor of Reality Weekly magazine. West Coast editor. I didn't know she had those skills. You know, I think she went to. I'm, I'm not going to get in there. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. So, she got some skills. Okay, now wait a minute. Do you oh, see wait. the evolution evolution of the look here? I see the twins. <laughs> see here we go. Here we go again. See, and wait a minute. Do you she's see got one of those big? Look at her teeth. She got wonderful teeth. Even though she's one of those people, you could tell when she bit your sandwich. Right. Because uh, you can see a big right. old bite. Big old. Who been eating my sandwich? I'm roasted, damn it! I told you don't be eating my damn sandwiches. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm just you, saying. So this you is the message you got. women like this eat your food. So I understand you guys <laughs> that when you. women actually come over here to enlighten don't bite and my enhance food. themselves, he's not going to take you up. I won't. He's going to reduce your you down. I'll, I'll, I won't notice them. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Tough. I'm right. telling you, I'll be. All right. Remember these I'll looks. I'll see him. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. She said, look, do you see, is that a nice dress? I think her hair looks wonderful, too. Well, all right, good. All right, stay she there. Looks, see, you got her looking amazingly nice. And he, this is how they sneak up on you in real life. <laughs> okay. With all the niceties, should be we vaguely over. exciting. We're not over. like the discourse. See, already. You know, you forgot that you were in your 20s at one time. You know that, right? I did. Right? Okay, yeah. let's go over to the next, you guys. Different brain. 2016, because there was a big jump in between, and she made that transition. This is Donald Trump's presidential campaign, director of African American Outreach. During the Republican National Convention in July 2016, Manigault announced that she had been named director of African American Outreach for Donald Trump's presidential campaign in September 2016. She said in an interview with Frontline, every critic, every detractor will have to bow down to President Trump. It's everyone who's ever doubted Donald, whoever disagreed, whoever challenged him. It is the ultimate revenge to become the most powerful man in the universe. That's her co-signing off on Donald. Now, we do know there's been a transition since that time. Is that her elevating her up by saying, let me talk my boss up because he's going to take me and I'm going to ride or die with him? Or is that just Donald Trump going, you know, I have no loyalty to you. We call it brown nosing. Yeah. But I will say about this wonderful pig, did you have a broad in this? I keep telling you what the evol- evolution is. Are you going to get to this point? You're going to get to this Well, this is important. <laughs> it is important. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I think I see a little bra strap. Okay. But my, if that ain't a bra strap, I like her more. The evolution is mental, physical, I just and career. To say name. And you have to pay attention. This is the evolution. Do you like the look? Not better than that other one, but it's. I'm just still wondering. Okay. She's she a little freaky deaky. Okay. How you get in the White House? Okay. 
thinking I would hope. Okay, so far, so far, let's go over because we, of course we're getting closer to the end because we had 2016. Let's just, just take it up to the point where you know the rubber meets the road, right? 2017, the White House, the Director of Communications, Office of Public Liaison. She serves as the Director of Communications for the Office of Public Liaison for the Trump Administration is set to resign on January 2018. And of course, everybody knows this already, but on December 13th, the resignation of Manigault Newman, because she is now with another matrimonial hookup. Hold on, hold on. Was announced from the White House effective January 2018. The United States Secret Service did not deny reports that Manigault Newman had been forcibly removed from the White House grounds on December 12th, but stated the agency was not involved in the termination process or escorting removing Manigault Newman from the complex. The Secret Service's only involvement in the matter was to deactivate Manigault Newman's access pass. She has now become the exit strategy and now says, I was ready for you guys. Next day, I'm going to tell you about my book. So here's my whole point. There goes the diversity at the White House. Let me say this. Everybody else who exited out of the White House tended to go into what they call the cave. She herself says the best way to keep yourself alive is to create the controversy that somebody did escort me out. I need to create that momentum to have that story follow me as I go along. I said, I believe. To me, it's, I said, how come this is not coordinated? Because if you just walk quietly, you disappear. She wants to get paid. She all day. I mean, she's been on the Apprentice. The world's a stage. <laughs> Girl, you better get the while it's hot. How does she look? She look. You know what? I think her makeup's different when she's with <laughs> this the is the, 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 You got it. The evolution. Why is she wearing a red lipstick? You know? What does that mean? <laughs> you know, I know they used to give me those back in my day. They would use that essence. Right. Makeup and shit. Okay. You know, you want the natural. I got you. I got you. I'm just letting you look. The earth and the natural earth. We're we're talking about the best moment of Amarosa. But she do look good. The hair look good. Okay. Is that a weed? We're going to give you what they call. I want to know that a weed. A unique choice. Janet Jackson weeds. A new. We call this phase one, phase two, and phase three. I'm not paying attention to him. Dude, you need to. I just meant it. You don't compliment no women. I compliment women. How terrible a thing to say. I, said, I more of them. I, you know, I love the intelligent ones. Right. Like the ones that sizzle boots. They were intelligent see, and beautiful. See, look at him. He's catering. Brown nose. Goddamn right. Oh, because, the intelligent oh, ones. You got to kiss ass. Oh, excuse me. Buy him shit. Sizzle booms in the room. How dare he sit back and go? Well, you know, that sizzle boom, they make me work my ass off. I'm tired of them. You know oh, them Norma. sisters, they want to check out in. your political opinions. That's, <laughs> right. what they, that's when they take you out. They want to investigate your opinions before they commit. Right. Let me ask you a few questions. All they right. break out their phone. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't mean there is so much story of what they call bitter fights with other women and celebrities. All the way through to Robin Roberts, Claudia Jordan, Wendy Williams, all of those. I didn't want to document that because that's a different story. Angela Ryan. All of them. I'm just letting Everybody. you know. Everybody. It was wonderful. Well, I, I know that. <laughs> I don't have enough Bob time. Felicia. Look at you. <laughs> that was wonderful. Wait a minute. I don't Bob, have enough I don't time. Never hate it like that. I'm on a Bob clock. Felicia. Part two, you guys. I'll do this part two. The haters. Hot picks. That'll be part two. Here we go. Pick phase one, phase two, or phase three. The evolution, Damn. which is the best look 
for Omarosa. Okay, you chose these pictures. One got kind of a wait funny minute, face. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, another one's got inflated Okay, breasts. notice I tell Mari to choose the breast, and he wants to sit back and I'm just and saying, look apart. at these choices you give us. Th- these are biased choices. <laughs> are they biased? That's her. I'm just saying, look at her. <laughs> Looking like Grace Jones on a bad day. Okay, oh. you see? You see what he's doing? You see what he's doing? <laughs> I'm just saying. You're just wrong, man. Just saying. You're just wrong. And here she's like, she got a B cup. Okay. Over here, she's done swelled up. <laughs> the goddamn, like Tony Braxton. Okay, wait a minute. Your job, if you choose to accept this mission, is to pick the favorite I'm, evolution of Amarosa like of this picture. I'm the B cup. Can man. you pick what? Which one? Come Itty on, bitty, man. Titty committee. Now, which one? I like 05. You like. Oh, I can't deal with Grace. I don't know about this look right here. It scares me. She might have a strap on. That's, that, that's the way they look when they have one. Okay. All right. I'm just, just saying. All right. So, so I had a bad experience. So, so I wanted to, you to understand. I, I want you to understand. This woman basically is going like, I know what works. Well, it around does. the people I'm around, yes. I know what works. Some of our people too. Hey. We got, uh, hey. I mean, when I say people, I don't mean color. I'm saying the po- people who like to focus on that is, as, your, as your connection to getting greater success. This is the evolution, all right? She figured out something. And she said, Why does it stop at 09? Because she didn't have to do anymore? Because it reached that level? What, re- what are we talking about? It- <laughs> Her breath and her bra size again. Wait, wait. This is like obvious. Michael Jackson pictures. Okay, okay. Now that people like to take Michael Jackson wait album covers Excuse me. and line them up. Right. I don't feel no shame. <laughs> hey, look. I'm saying that's like what you did no, here. No, no, no. These are pictures of her. They're hers. I know Michael Jackson album covers. Okay. All right. <laughs> hurts me. Time to go up and pick your favorite moment where you think Amarosa was at her best, the best time. So let's go up to the top, go back down, and take it from there, man. All right, going back up to the top, I might have to resize. <laughs> Here she is in the pseudo tennis outfit. She's gonna go play some tennis, but she got on some pink heels and no and here, no breasts. That's right. She has no breasts at that time. I don't know, but her breasts seem to be changing. <laughs> I'm just saying, not that I'm looking at them, because as a man of this. 2007. We don't really look at breasts. You know what? We mostly fake like we're not looking at them. No, I'm looking at them. Look, they're. They come out sexy and we act like we don't know. Why you're looking at them? Okay, well, I love, I just wonder, I love the lace. Like I said, girl, you got to lotion these knees. Get some of that exfoliant. Get like a little positive vibe. Get a little sponge. This is what happens when you get older. (laughs) Just say, lose it. Now, this one, I really appreciate her focus. Because she seems to have this is this is the focus that I have learned to appreciate. That's two thousand. And notice her lips are a little darker here. Two thousand six. I don't know, but the breasts have grown. Okay. But the lips are dark. That's the first evolution. And then she has this funny red thing, ribbon thing. Right. And again, the knees. I'm All saying, right. girl, look up, look up. Okay, then. Oh, big jump now, four years later. You don't see the knees, because now they put those stockings. But you see some class and some enhancement. And her breasts are stabilized at this point. They have a stable size. You see what he focused on? I'm just saying, I I didn't pick these pictures. You picked the pictures. And here we go. Of course, I'm responding to Vic's pics. (laughs) This has nothing to do with her ass. That Vic stuck up in our face. 
We're not supposed to notice her ass, even though this is where I start bonding. This is where I start saying. Is Michael happy? This is why I say my sister. My Michael sister. is happy. My, Look at that smile. You like you went to Howard. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You're wrong, man. Michael's happy. Now look at that. Look at that. Now, if I just show you this. Are you happy? I'm just saying, Housewives of Atlanta. You, so you are happy. All right, keep going. You need some out back to drive us up front. Now she's getting around success. Oh, More success. okay. Now, and, and now getting she's getting around. And somebody's told her, this mm. is how you wear it. Don't know you're not even a push-up. This is what they're doing. <laughs> Lord. Don't, don't be mad at the messenger. Pictures Run for Congress, there. girl. Run for right. Congress. Oh, I don't now. know about the ghetto fab outfit. Okay. <laughs> this is where she's arrived. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. The hair's a C, and then the ghetto fam. I'm just still trying to wonder if that's a bra strap. Why are you so focused on that part? Because if they, they point it up like that. Do you like the dress? It's all right. See, notice. You know, I'm not big on the. Wait to see who you and then it's, watch this. See, y'all just nasty. You're just right. nasty. Keep going. All right. Remember, it's the best time. The best time. Here she is. Bright red lipstick. Yeah. Hair's different. Hair's different. Right. A little bit more makeup, maybe. Yeah, well, I'm just being considerate. <laughs> Deborah might have to give us some insight to this makeup. Right. Okay. And we've already voted on this part. We already voted. That's oh. that Grace Jones. Yeah, okay. Photo. See, here we go again. Yes, here Grace we go. Jones. So, Mario, who is your pick for the best time that you feel she was at her best? When I would be ready to take her out and buy her dinner, this is close because. She looked like she would look good on my arm in, in this outfit. Okay, so the year you're I would tell her I'm talking Republicans. 2012. We're just discussing with the Republicans what to do. Okay. <laughs> Coming to it. It's going to be a summit. All right. Summit. Essence Magazine. He's got to pick his best one. Uh, that's how she's, when we're alone, smoking one. You know she smokes some weed. You know that. Okay. But I... Uh, I'm sorry, my finger slipped. Yeah, that's okay. You're moving fast. But, you know, back in the days of the B Cup. So I think for me, Vic, it's either this one, but she's just being straight up nasty, girl. It's wrong. Or this is close. Uh-huh. Rome attacked Austria from the rear. Would it really need grease? Yeah, okay. I think I'd go for the blue dress. Is that your number one? Yes. Blue dress. It's a smile, Vic. And that's 2012. It's a smile. That's when she was on the reality TV show perpetuating stereotypes against women mm. and people of color. She needs punishment. I picked the Michael Dark Clunkin. She's spanking. Period. That's, you know what, stop. You go. She's you a bad girl. See what I'm saying? That's it. So I don't know what the best times are for Amarosa. I'm just saying, for me, it was some years ago. It was about five, Her six best years. times are best yet time. to come. But far as power, oh, she's waiting. Now. Right now, she's... Because your career after the White House, she can just turn this in I so many lanes, so many stories. Man. Cool J. I'm done, man. Hot picks, I'm done. There he goes. I'm done. Remember that blue dress? You and I know you both had the little black dress. Okay. So I've heard Thank you all for tuning in for the season finale. It's been that way. It's been the season finale. Remember, I told you, look out. Wish Well, I need the time off, and so does Vic, but we want you to be careful in these final two weeks. Remember, the president's going to do something crazy. That's a given. Remember, somebody at Christmas is going to say something messed up. Ignore it. 
Remember that these relatives are part of your family. You can't curse them out or use firearms. See you next year! First off, I'm not your regular dude. I bust moves like a young MC. Yeah, soda, that would be me. Got me thinking about putting down the mic one day. Then I get some old love. Thanks for the love you gotta play. Hey, what can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish me. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth, but somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball again. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to write the wrongs of my past world. So let me walk this off my list like my name is Pearl. Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Les. Do you remember Rap City with Deja and Les? I'm looking at the front door, bless the main source. You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. Like the more I break through with my time the space boy funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I annoy the pen, the pad, I face the bad head on escape inside the music. See my diaries, the song and song. Till I write my next verse, then I go again into the studio. I feel I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me. I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. Kawasaki. I'm lying on funds, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars. Can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? As I pass on your gold digging stash. I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. So there you have it.